Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on Chaotic Normal, the crew of Melora's Borealis managed to make their way to the cove where they know the sea ghost to dock. They made their way up a cliff and through a somewhat scary house, parted ways, fought some threats, and managed to regroup before now further descending into the cove. When we last spoke, they had just dispatched of the remaining crew and learned how to signal to the sea ghost that all is safe aboard the cove. After a heated battle, the crew patched their wounds, but in the midst of healing their wounds, they heard a muffled voice coming from a barrel. What will they do with this person, and how will they use the information they've gained to lure in the sea ghost and dispatch of their crew? Let us find out on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. Uh, last of the pirates defeated you'd realize there's still the three more hobgoblin uh, mercenaries the one that retreated after a skirmish with Zelnern down the uh, remaining passage that's yet unexplored the rest of them lay dead around you uh, except for a bound and gagged man looking worried in the corner uh, Celeste has just done uh, and Rubert as well just done a quick burst of healing of storing everyone to their vigor uh, you know it's only a matter of time before those hobgoblins uh, mount up a counterattack to return towards you unless you push against them what do you do can I uh, walk towards the man who's gagged and yes uh, once I get there can I look at the cloth and is it sailcloth or is it regular cloth? Uh, it looks like he's bound with a, uh, yes, probably sailcloth. Oh, well, the, didn't you say there was like cloth on the wall or something? Stacks of cloth? Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's silk on the wall here. Like, Okay, I walk treasure. towards the sailcloth and I'm like uninterested by him. Uh, excuse me, the bull? The bull, where is Phil? I don't where respond is... because he's not calling me by my name. You'll the fail. Bull, bill, the, the bull, where... Hey, excuse me. <laughs> then I go up and I kind of like push him a little bit. Captain, yeah, what just... do you want? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm glad you've adopted our crew so easily. Where the fuck is Phil? Hey, 
motherfucker, I got my goggles on. I got my I hold my gun up in the air. <laughs> oh. Duh. It appears as like a banana or something because I was cloaked in the illusion oh, too. Captain, okay. <laughs> it's me, it's Phil. Okay. When, I start stuffing the cloth in my bag. Did you kill the bull? Don't worry about it. No, I winked at you. You know what that means. No, you keep saying I know what that means, but it's something different every time with you. All right, I knocked him out. I was sticking with the plan. We're going to sneak in here. Yeah, okay, thank you. Someone got it. Someone got oh, the plan. Okay. I walk up to I walk up to the man. The man on the ground kind of lays her. We'll get to you in a second. Chill can out. I can I start undoing like his his gag and stuff while they're yeah. fighting? You pull the gag out and he then sputters, Thank you, thank you so much. Oh, oh you merciful blessing of Melora, you. Thank you. Well. <laughs> Thanks. He's not talking to you, he's talking to me. <laughs> you stay back there. <laughs> Um, you see that he's not altogether a, like, he looks haggard and, like, uh, you know, he's clearly not been treated well down here. His clothes are a fine quality, but they look like they've been uh, beaten and torn. There's a lot of bruising on his body uh, from, like, getting kicked by pirates a bunch. And, uh, you know, his hair's all a mess. And he's got a couple, like, he's probably got a week or two's worth of beard growth, um, on his face that's been unmanaged and un- untamed. But otherwise, he doesn't look to be an unattractive man. Uh, and he's as he looks up, uh, he kind of like presents his uh, bound arms and says, please, they, these chafe so terribly. How? You want me to unbound you? How do you know I can trust you? He looks at you with confusion. He says, I, ma'am, I don't know what I, or miss, I don't know what I've done to uh, suggest that I might be a danger, but I'm a slave to these pirates, a captive. They mean to sell me. Please let me free before those monstrous hobgoblins return. I start untying him because I realized I am responding like Rubert. Uh, you untie him and uh, he gets to his feet, rubbing at his wrists and says, Oh, they had me bound like that for the better part of a day. And just because I made fun of bloody Bjorn's accent. I mean, where does that accent come from? No one else in the Shattered Isles talks like that. Did he learn common from dwarves? <laughs> Tell me about it. Got him. <laughs> uh, this guy. Who, who might I ask, are you? Are you... Are you, are you with the guard of, from... Uh, are you with the guard from Port Providence? We are the Aristocrabs. He puzzles for a moment as if pondering and then his face lights up and he says, the performing artists? Wait, you know us? (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, you know who we are? (laughs) Yes, I I, I heard word of you just just a few days ago. Uh, They, they, there was a man came through here, uh, another one of their captives said that, uh, Gelin Primewater, and as he says that name, he kind of sneers that Gelin Primewater, he had a new act, a new performance crew. So you're my replacements then, huh? Your replacements? Oh no. Who are you? My name my name is Nate. Nate Shankshaft. I uh I was a singer and a and a uh, performer. I I served with that bastard Prime Water, I worked his stage and, you know, played at all of his banquets until 
Well, until he asked me to go and do a... He tried to set me up uh, to do a performance as a gift for a friend of his down in the Ansin Republic. I guess I sang a song that offended that friend of his, and when I came back, Gellin fired me. I thought that was the worst of it. That fucking bastard. He told these people, he points to the corpses, where I was. And he had these lackeys of his come and get me. They captured me. They killed my whole boat. They captured me and dragged me into here and have been making me sing for them. He points to uh, he points to the bowl and says, That bastard's the worst of him. He's clumsy as all hell, breaks everything, and then always blames it on me. Oh, that's why he's called the bull. You know, I really want to correct him, but like internally, it's still true. Hey, man, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Nate looks curious and says, wait a second. And he looks at you and he doubts. What's your uh, spell save, DC? Uh, can I fail it and say, mind your own fucking business? <laughs> uh, he looks at you and says, you're not the bull. An illusion. And he smiles. Clever. Did you, is that how you uh, snuck past them here? I was unconscious when the battle started. Something I, uh, like that. Yeah, I go back to um, packing the sailcloth and I ignore what he says. Um, so Nate has a uh, Nate Shakeshaft has introduced himself as a uh, performer, a bard of sorts, uh, who was in service or who worked for Gellin Primewater until uh, after being hired to. Uh, after being hired to play for a friend of uh, Prime Waters down in the Onsen Republic, uh, apparently offended that friend, and so Gellin Prime Water fired him. And then, according to Nate, uh, sent the or Gellin sent these pirates that are, I guess, according to Nate, in Prime Waters' service, off to capture uh, Nate in order to sell him. Are you sure these pirates were hired by Prime Water? <laughs> He nods and he says, They kept me around here longer than any other. Near everyone who comes through this place has some connection to that merchant bastard. And besides, I've seen the things they're smuggling out of here. So this whole thing's a smuggling operation run by Prime Water. The Sea Ghosts is run by Prime Water? I thought he wanted us to find the Sea Ghost. Uh, My ears perk up to that. This is our op now, baby. <laughs> he looks at you with a bit of confusion and says, I don't know anything about a sea ghost. This is where they dock, right? More than just, well, a couple ships dock here. Have you heard of a man who unleashes a bottle of fog that... Uh, he Mass- looks and says, oh, yes. Yes, I've heard of him, Punketa. And is that is that who these people are? I don't know what ship he sails with. There's been more than one since I've been captive here. Huh. How long have you been here? He considers and says, it's hard to count the days when you don't get to see the sun, but... uh, 30? Hmm. Days? 30 days. I'm so sorry. He looks and and confused and says, Wait, so you... Were you sent... Were you fired by Prime Water too? Did he send them to capture you as well? Buddy, no. <laughs> we were hired by Prime Water. Oh, no, no, no. He works for us. Oh, Let yeah. Correct her. 
that. He looks aghast at that and kind of shuffles back. Wait, you... So anything Prime Water does is your doing? No. That wasn't right. anything. That was a bluff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, poker face there, Phil. <laughs> so uh, he kind of calms down for that and says, Oh, God, so you're also going... Oh, so you're in his debt too, huh? What does he have on you? A couple hundred gold? No, he actually gave us a ship and... His eyes go wide and he says, I don't... What what do you what do performers even need a ship for? Are you a oh. are you a traveling performance? Kind of. Lots of yeah, you could say that. Yeah, actually. That's, Wait. Yeah. When you saw on your ship, did he You're talking the naughty dreams, right? That little that little uh dinghy? That's what he made me that's what he sent me off to uh, uh back to the mainland in. That's what these pirates caught captured me in. This did he fucker. get that back? <laughs> Excuse you? The Naughty Dreams is not a diggy. <laughs> no, it's, it's classifiably a diggy. And I look at him. Uh, he's been here 30 days, right? Yeah. All right. Um, 110 pounds, six feet tall, <laughs> 30 years old. He looks at that and says, oh, you're remarkably close. You... And you know, this man doesn't have much, uh, like he doesn't have the traditional like a uh, sale or like a uh, what is it aging that you see on um whatever it's called on uh like seamen where they look like they're a thousand by the age they're 20 from just sitting in the sun and salt um in fact though doug as you're staring at him or not doug what's your name oh gosh Ugh, phil phil collins uh, phil collins as you're staring at him i'll let you make a uh perception check doug where did that name come from <laughs> Uh, it's a five. Stay tuned, chaotic normies. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Five. Five. Uh, yeah, so you you don't get a better estimate of how old he actually is. You can tell that he looks like he's a man who normally cares about his appearance, though, and already, now that he has his hands free, he's trying to fix it. What, what did you say you do again? Uh, I was a performer. I'm a performer, a bard, a singer. A singer? What do you, what do you play? You just sing? I sing, but I also play a bit of uh, the mandolin, uh, drums when necessary, though I prefer to be a frontman. Derivative. Would you be interested in uh, perhaps joining our crew? Uh, he looks and says, a crew? Well, I, uh, I'm not much of a seaman. Uh, Stop saying Are you a like doctor? That. He laughs and he says, I don't know the first thing about medicine. You know all the other things? If you're looking for if you're looking for someone to bring a bit of levity and storytelling to your crew, hmm. I'd, no, I'd be covered. We could use a good storyteller. We do have two lutes already, but a drummer. Now a drummer, we could do it. A drummer frontman. Wade Zell wants to say something. Well, He's... I think I have a drum. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, you want you want us to bring you somewhere? He looks a little bit eager and says, uh, "Well, no, I mean." I don't have a. After what that bastard did to me, if you're already in his employ, I worry for your sake. If I, me I mean, if it, although I bet if I were to join your crew, there's no way he would think to look for me there. And maybe you could help us in case he turns on us. Uh, he seems to mull it over and then concludes, "If you'll have me, I'd I'd love to join your crew." 
in uh, sorry, he says your act because he he still seems to think that you're performers. We do a lot. I'll let Jules explain it. Oh yeah, okay. Well, uh, we don't just perform, or maybe I should say the kind of performing we do goes beyond your your typical uh, conception of performing. Uh, we're pretty avant garde. <laughs> you should uh, just tell him. <laughs> He's gonna find out. Yeah. Let's just say we like to sail around and find treasure and adventure and do some questing. And if that means like going into a cavern with a bunch of evil slaving pirates and killing all of them, maybe that's what we do. If that means sailing to, you know, the lost archipelago of who knows where, that's what we'll do. So it might get a little dangerous. Hey, he could. You could also consider telling our story, like going onto the lands and sharing out our stories of the adventures we go on. Make us sound cool. He looks a little bit enchanted by that and says, "That's right. You you need somebody along to tell the stories that you uh, experience." And uh, everyone ignoring <laughs> Rubert in the corner, who I imagine is looking a little irritated. About. Okay, we we should mention before we get too ahead of ourselves. Our beloved captain is a uh, a, a famed bard in his own right. Yeah, but he can't go on land and tell the stories while we're out adventuring. Well, I couldn't tell your stories if I wasn't with you. Well, you could do both. You could, like, off go out. On? Yeah, off and on. Like, contract work. You know what? Before you join, I need to tell you what we're all about. Okay. A family walks into a talent agency. It's a father, a mother, a, a son, a daughter, and a dog. And I start to tell him the aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> the aristocrat. What does the crabs come out of? <laughs> and that's why they call us the aristocrats. Uh, he looks on, and I need a performance check to just see how well that joke lands. <laughs> okay. And does anyone else join in? If so, you get advantage. Yeah, of course I'm joining. I'm, I, I, I use like, the gestures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I use like I'm juggling knives and like doing all the knife dances that are involved in the aristocrats' performance. I think this I, is like a shattered Isles joke. I don't think Jules has ever heard this one. I'm Jules so just stands happy. looking by disapprovingly. I'm so happy you assisted because I got a one and a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> it was the knife tricks that sold it. Uh, he's actually so impressed by that. And uh, that combined with the thankful or with everything you've done for him already. Um, he says, I listen, I need to give you something for all you've done. And he then like, he doesn't have any possessions on him, but he says somewhere in these piles, they have my belongings. I think bloody Bjorn had it. I had a pipe of remembrance. It's well, it's a beautiful thing that uh, if you're once you've focused on it and dwelled on it enough, uh, it becomes attuned to you, to your own mind. When you smoke from this pipe, the the bowl it features, it's made of smooth uh, stone from the, uh, uh, the supposedly taken from the heart of Melora itself that hangs in the air above the doldrums. When you smoke from this pipe, after you blow out through it, the smoke itself will shape it uh, into the forms to reenact your most impressive and heroic achievements for five minutes. Sounds and pretty I want, cool. We can really tell our story with this. I want that to be yours. We uh, would love to have it. Also, you're going to love our ship's name. What's it called? I named it. It's called the Melores Borealis. He does love it. He uh, 
claps and says, that just must have been such an obvious one that came to you immediately with no four-hour debate. No, it definitely didn't take a re-recording of an entire <laughs> performance. Um, he cheers at your name. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Phil, you've been counting all the loot in here, and you found five bolts of silk worth 50 gold pieces each, as well as eight casks of brandy, each worth 10 gold pieces uh, at, at a market. Um, I dump them into my bag of holding... However, you as a, as a smuggler are very quick to realize that each of these is clearly stolen um, or uh, it has been moved without uh, taxes being paid on it. Smuggled, if you will, attempting to sell it in a regular market is going to uh, not go over well. It also dawns on you that if what he was if what Nate is saying is true. And this is an operation run by Gellin Primewater then these items arguably belong to your employer or your yeah. patron. I uh, stew that over in my head and I accept the fact that I'm going to mutiny on Galen Prime Water if we find out no, that's true. I think true. he would be happy to have them back or we can find a fence. So, okay, he he wanted us to go out here, right? Uh, he said that if you were to sink the sea ghost... Uh, it would belay, or the the if you were to sink the ghost ship who's been attacking, uh, whatever they're called, imperial transport ships bringing supplies to build the fortress, it would make it to where people being wor- would stop being worried about the uh, whatever it's called, the drowned fleet, and so then you would be able to trade uh, or smuggle farm animals or livestock out to the. Uh, the Unleben Birati, uh, in exchange for magic items. So it's basically trying to cool the heat on Undead so that you can then uh, trade over there. He may have also had a personal stake in this without telling us. Yeah, this, uh, you know, this must be a side hustle where he does his quote-unquote dead drops. But uh, I don't know, let's talk about it later. Or maybe the uh, ghost fleet did something he didn't like, and so now he's having us mm. take them out. Yes, but first things first, we have to deal with these hobgoblins, who are sure as shit just behind that door listening to everything we say. Um, carefully and uh, readying yourself, you spend the next few minutes getting ready to defend uh, against an attack to uh, be able to charge out and uh, fight them. And finally, when the moment comes, you ready yourself, you throw the... Uh, cave and or like you charge out of the cave entrance ready to attack only to find it empty cautiously you move your way down towards the final cave mouth until you find where it opens up into a small hidden bay or not small a sizable enough hidden bay that you could actually anchor a uh, vessel in here um you see though there's clear marks um among the like storage materials and whatnot there is clear marks in this uh like underground harbor uh, of where a rowboat or a dinghy was moved recently. And there's you, after some moments of tracking, you find three sets of footprints and it becomes clear that the hobgoblins basically loaded up a, uh, a dinghy with uh, goods and rode away. Now, did it look like three people were walking or does it look like two people were walking and then they look behind them and notice three sets of footprints in the sand? It looks like three people were moving. There was Did no they take Jesus the beans? Christ. 
Did they take all the beans? It doesn't seem like there's anyone else, or there, there doesn't seem to be clear signs of anybody else in here, but you do see a lot of signs of like where people might have been manacled, and it, there's clear signs of um, like drag marks and whatnot. As you look at what goods are still in these uh, chambers, um, you do find, because at this point you realize that they've already left the cove. You spent long enough talking to Net, uh, Nate that they were able to uh, row their way out of here with whatever goods they stole. Um, Can we see them in the distance? Uh, so you're inside like an underground cavern. So they've already gone out through the secret paths. If you were up top, you might be able to spot them. Um, but that would take also a lot of time to rush back up. Um, but as you, uh, so do you want to try and rush back up to see if you spot them? No, it's to let them leave. I mainly don't want to let them like have slaves. Uh, so we should try to rescue the slaves. Yes, but if they're sailing in a dinghy and they're going to, they know this area better than we do. I think our main focus should be on getting the ghost ship while we can if they're That's sailing away in a, mission here if they're sailing away in a dinghy does that mean their main ship must be nearby uh or you're on the isle of providence so there's a lot of other places uh. they might take harbor um but jules seeming clearly having this passion uh you rush up the stairs you throw open one of the doors it does the welcome to your doom <laughs> you know as we've seen before uh you even get out to looking over that cliffside window and gazing out make a perception check to see if you can spot them in the water below okay i got a 17 uh, you see no sign of them. With the amount of time that it's taken, that means they didn't go out to sea, but must have instead stayed along the cliff's edge. Uh, and doing a peer around, you can't seem to see them, so they are out of sight. Uh, it seems that those hobgoblins have escaped with uh, some people as captives. Um, unfortunate consequence of choosing to heal up. All right. Uh, but... Uh, you have freed Ned or Nate, and uh, as you loop through the rest of these caves, you do find actually that they have another. Uh, there's some goods still left behind. There's another uh, five casks uh, and another three bolts of silk. Um, you also find that uh, there's a bunch of ran like small items that uh, are worth about a or combined hundred gold pieces worth of like various goods. Thanks to the uh, the bag of holding, you're able to pile it all in pretty nicely, um, and you conclude that you've um, yeah. So you conclude that you have liberated this cave network and this underground cove from the pirates. Uh, that apparently this makes harbor to the sea ghost, and according to uh, Nate Shankshaft, more than just the sea ghost apparently trap uh, stops here. You've learned from Horace, who's your still your only living. Uh, uh, pirate who's unconscious uh, from the bowl you've learned that there is a way to signal from up above to the sea ghost that there's a, apparently a pattern when the sea ghost returns that it flashes a light and waits for a signal to say it's safe you could give them that lying signal which would cause them to dock in here allowing you to set an ambush you're aware that they're not expected back for another day or until like the following night so you have well, you have over twenty four hours to uh, until they arrive. Um, that's plenty enough time to set a trap with your crew and take the sea ghost for your own. 
Yes. <clears throat> I think knowing that they are arriving tomorrow, I think we signal to the crew to pull in, unload some people to help us set up some traps. And then we signal to the sea ghost for them that, oh, it's all safe here. And then we set them off. Either, I mean, do we want to take the seagulls for ourselves, or do we just want to liberate it of its goods? Let's say Give it to the slaves, or see if they want to be our crews. I don't care what we do, I just want that bottle of fog, man. It's going to make us creepy as hell. Everyone's <laughs> going to think we're the seagulls. <laughs> oh, um, sorry, one other thing that I forgot to say. You do find, uh, mind you, because you haven't explored the skeleton room, but uh, one other thing you do find is that there is unmounted on anything, but like sitting in its own stocks, a uh, a ancien cannon. So a black powder cannon that looks like it's being rigged up to a swivel mount, uh, but it just basically hasn't been set on the sea ghost yet, is here uh, basically under a tarp. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. Got our I just awesome. remembered. I yeah. had, I like pull, because I totally forgot about it. I like pull it off my back and I'm like, I had this gun thing with me this whole time the rifle yeah i had a rifle that phil loaded for me yeah at that musket so you have that musket and you also find that there is a cannon with a stack of 30 cannonballs and enough gunpowder to fire them uh these are rare ancient cannons in the northern parts of the shattered isles they're plenty common down south in the ancient republique but up here in the uh, Agdul and uh, parts of the islands, it's not common to have cannons, especially a swivel mount one, which means it's meant to be mounted on either the forecastle or poop deck of your uh, vessel. Phil, do you think if we pulled the Malores Borealis in here, you could get it outfitted overnight? Uh, DM, do I think I could outfit it overnight? You could. You could either get it set up in here, like on the ground, or you could, if you brought the Melora's Borealis in here, outfit it overnight. I explain that to the captain and ask him what he wants me to do. I think we outfit it on the Melora's Borealis because if we bring, if we lure the sea ghost in here, cannons aren't going to be as effective when they're docked in port. But I think if they try to make an escape, we at least have an attempt to get them out in the open sea. Mm. You know, hear me out. What if we put it on the Naughty Dreams? That seems a little. I, it wouldn't have room to, like, recoil. It would just tear the hull apart. All right, I hadn't thought of that. All right, we'll put it on Malor's Borealis. There is enough gunpowder. You could load the Naughty Dreams up with gunpowder as a bomb. I would never consider yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say I would never let make you sacrifice your ship like that. You look, you look back and you realize that idea came from uh, Nate Shankshaft, who uh, does not care for the Naughty Dreams since, you know, that was the boat he was captured in. But some uh, we found some barrels, correct? You did. You found several barrels of brandy. Could we put gunpowder in them? Yeah, I was going to say, let's empty those of brandy. Maybe let's have a few drinks overnight. And There's also we- open barrels. Like just okay. empty barrels. Yeah. Let's fill some of these open barrels with gunpowder. And then uh we okay. Well I it would be very cool to lure them in and then blow up the dock as they're docking in. I don't think we want to burn bridges with every smuggler that's here. No, <laughs> and I don't we think should... we should just set fire to this port and then sail off into the sunset. We should try and use this uh as our drop with the Birati. 
So we don't want to like damage the place itself. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Not damaging it because of that. Uh, so you do, you can tell there isn't like a dock built in here though. It's basically like a cave that people bring the boat in and then goods are ferried out to the ship by way of dinky. Um, however, you're aware that the, uh, so there actually, I'll say there's, I'm going to roll a D6 to decide. There are six barrels of, or kegs of gunpowder here. Um, each one weighing about 20 pounds. And if one were to blow up, it deals 76 uh, fire and, or 76 fire and 76 bludgeoning damage to everything within a 30 foot radius. Zalnarn. Oh, wait. Oh, would they, so the ships don't dock here, right? Oh, sorry. 10 foot radius. No, so the ship stops in the, uh, basically, so there's a, if you've ever been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in uh, the Orlando uh, version of it, there is a scene in which you uh, move along your boat into a uh, like a cavern bay uh, where a pirate ship is shooting at another pirate ship. Uh, it's basically like that scene. Uh, so it's basically you're in a you're in a very large cavern underground uh, with a. Uh, no open air access save for a narrow tunnel that ships can sail through and there's water in it, but there's no ability to dock the boat at the shore, but there is the ability to lower dinghies from a ship to bring them to shore and then back out. Celeste, what are you thinking? Do we have time to rest and like regain spell slots? Yes, you have an, a little over 24 hours. So that's like a short rest? A long rest, even. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Um, is it like feasible thinking about the back porch on the the place upstairs? Like, could we ignite a barrel and then roll it off the edge so it drops onto a ship? Does the ship not get that close to? It does. Yeah, it passes through there. Yeah, so you could easily, you could definitely drop uh, if timed correctly. You could definitely like drop a powder keg from there. I also have another idea. As in addition to that, Zelner, you can hold your breath for a long time. These barrels, they're watertight. I imagine they have to be. Being They are. You know, would you be willing to carry one of these underwater with you? And when the ship, you know, you lie in wait in the bay while it sails above you, you climb up aboard the ship, throw the barrel, and then from a distance we light it while it's on the ship. Uh, absolutely. I can hold my breath for one hour. Because this just sounds like a badass plan to me. All of these Agreed. are badass plans, but recall that these people do keep captives. Oh, yeah. Disagreed. Not a badass plan anymore. Okay, it's still badass whether there are casualties wow. or not. Do we have time to go <laughs> into that door that says, like, don't open dead inside? To, you could, like, you could see go if into there's the anything in there. So there, I can tell you now that there is a skeleton wizard and a bunch of skeletons in there. He's uh, not going to come out. It's, it's a very accurate door then. That, that might be where all the beans are. Uh, he can't get himself out. Um, he's not smart enough. He just managed to maintain spellcasting. In fact, you do a brief excursion in there where you're like, I bet you this is a lie. Don't dead open inside. What does that even mean? You step in. There's a skeleton wizard throwing up chemical bombs at you and a bunch of skeletons. You close the door and realize that Whoops. There might be goods in there, but there's a skeleton wizard and a bunch of skeleton bombs. Maybe we save uh, some of the gunpowder for this later on. <laughs> Just blow up the skeleton. A little, a little bit of an after party in the skeleton room. 
Wait, and the other smugglers are just okay with this? No, what he described is that they locked that room because Punketa kept doing weird necromancy, and that because Punketa's role as a deck wizard kind of gives him super special privilege, uh, Captain Sigurd Snake Eyes doesn't uh, forbid him anything he wants. Hmm. So there are there any other dinghies here? Or no it seems like ship? the hobgoblins took the last one. Fuck, I'm not blowing up the naughty dreams. But I kind of want to blow up the naughty dreams. You should blow up the naughty dreams, says Nate. <laughs> they are going to send one of their dinghies in, because that's the only way to dock aboard, right? That's true. Yeah, it's the only way All to right. come to land is dinghies. Does Nate know anything about the other dinghy? Can he sell me on blowing up the naughty dreams? Uh, the other one's a dinghy. One dinghy is the same as another. And he right. says that betraying that uh, he is not a seaman. Seaman. Thank you. Well, I don't know. We could uh, maybe blow up the naughty dreams if we feel the full of gunpowder. I'm just throwing ideas out here. We still need to get the captives off somehow. Or we could put the captives on the naughty dreams and then we... I I don't know. This is too much for me. <laughs> okay, Phil, you know this guy's self. I know this guy's self. We let the dinghy sail in from the sea ghost. We kill everyone aboard, but we disguise ourselves as two of them. We sail back aboard the ship. We get a read of what's going on there. We. This is all actually definitely doable because recall that other than Bloody Bjorn, they likely don't recognize most of their crew. You think mm-hmm. back to your uh, ship where you can probably name three crew members and two of them you met in this dungeon. Uh, we have we have we have Jack, we have Skinny Jack, <laughs> we have Fat Jack. We have... His name's not even Jack; it's John. <laughs> So wait, do we do we think the hobgoblins like piloted away to the ship? And does Rubera remember what one of the hobgoblins looks like? Or you you were told that the hobgoblins are uh, mercenaries with no loyalty to any who anyone other than who's paying them coin, and you can assume that they just bailed. Okay, and they yeah. do they necessarily work for the ship, or do they work for the secret port? You it know. seems like they were hired to by uh, Bjorn to basically manage the secret port. Saw you guys were winning that fight and were like, okay. let's just take the goods and go. Okay. Yeah. Well, just tell me. I don't make these decisions. Just tell me what you want me to do. I'll hook up the cannon on the naughty dreams. Do I need a? Can we signal our ship or do I have to row back? And Yeah, you guys are going to have to row back. Like You're going to have to go either climb back down the cliff face back to your uh, ship, which actually you have climbing pittons and stuff in place so that's easy to do and then row back out to melora's borealis but you actually told melora's borealis to like kind of go out to a safe distance until nightfall um so you basically have until nightfall to get back to the melora's borealis okay, sorry you well, have until nightfall before you can get back in contact with them i think we split the party or at least split me i'll go row back tell them to roll on up and you figure it out yourself i'm not the captain all right, Jules, you want? can you go with Phil? 
Sure thing. Mm-hmm. And again, you have over a day to prepare for this. So mm-hmm. you can have the uh, Melora's, you can wait, have waited till even fall. The Melora's Borealis comes back. You rode back out to it. You told them to come in here and you're outfitting it with cannon. While the rest of you maybe are taking, uh, mending the clothes and out- uniforms that the pirates were wearing so that you have disguises to look yeah. like the crew if you want. Um, even Nate uh, volunteers to join in on this, wanting vengeance against those bloody pirates, if you'll have him. Hell yeah. Of course. Uh, he, you see he gets himself a cutlass, and he's pretty excited about it. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, is there any other... So it sounds like you wanted to do some sort of precaution with the... Or preventative attack with the uh, gunpowder, or is that a uh, once you've gotten the captives off, you want to do the gunpowdering? Yeah, once we get the captives off, I think we. Yeah, yeah maybe we, maybe we tell them it's something. Do you think they'll recognize the barrels, or or we we bring the barrels and we say, hey, we stole the barrels. We're gonna we could like blow up the cave, or you know, say something ridiculous to convince them to bring the barrels on board. Yeah, I can come up with something. Yeah, just figure it out. I trust you. So the gunpowder kegs are about the same size as the kegs of brandy. Okay. Yeah, we we got some brandy in. Let's celebrate. You know what? Can I bring... <laughs> this is very much game-breaking, but can I put the gunpowder kegs in my bag of holding? to? Uh, if you dump board? out all the other loot, yeah. Uh, okay, can I dump the other loot out when I go back to the Naughty Dreams? Or Molaris Borealis. Or, yeah. 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 So you've basically emptied that and you want to put all of the gunpowder into your uh, bag of holding? Captain, is this what you want me to do? The barrels, not just dump the gunpowder in just the whole cloth. <laughs> oh, man. You just like open the bag of holding, throw a match in, and just an explosion out one end. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, you've stored six. Are you actually, how big can a bag of holding actually be? So I keep 300, thinking of 300 pounds, but the space but is how, how big can the opening be? Oh, yeah, you that's... can't. That's so I was thinking of the hole, whatever the portable hole. Yeah, yeah, uh, roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. Um, yeah, you could fit a keg in here, but only one. Uh, and yes, and it's already stacked full of like silk cloth. In fact, you had to carry a lot of the silk or a lot of the silk uh back on your own and basically most of the kegs you have to haul out manually um but like once the melora's borealis comes in that's when you load them up so i'd say you could fit one keg in your bag of holding okay i want to ask the captain if we want to empty the gunpowder or not when he's back and Um, i can still carry some under the water if that was yeah that too so to be clear it sounds like the the plan is disguised as pirates whether through spells or costumes uh including one of the pirates as bloody bjorn going aboard and uh or going aboard the uh the sea ghost and rescuing the captives disguised as pirates yourselves trying to get them back to mainland and then having zelnern sneak aboard planting uh gunpowder throughout the sea ghost to then somehow light and blow up and basically sinking the sea ghost and killing everyone on board. And then if it tries to flee, the Melora's Borealis is waiting outside to sink it with cannon fire. I think that's the uh, plan. But we're trying to get the slaves. I mean, if we could not destroy the ship, I, I think, think that would be I think Ruber and I are going to try and take the slaves. 
and then you're going to be bottoms. Like how I imagine it, correct me if I'm wrong, Rube Bear. Like you and me will go disguise topside and we'll try and, you know, convince our way to somehow get the slaves onto the boat while planting the kegs topside. Selnern's going to plant the kegs on the bottom keg or kegs. Then we're going to blow up the ship and I can try and teach someone how to pilot one of the cannons if not. Yeah, I think a good ruse would be we got we uh, managed to swindle some of these barrels of brandy from a wayward ship that sailed in. But let's have a celebration aboard the ship. We don't need to have these. Oh, oh okay, wait. I just... Hmm. Either we convince them that we don't want these slaves make it sound really bad aboard the ship while we're celebrating. Let's all lock let's lock them all aboard shore, get them ferried aboard, we sail back to go party, then we light it up. I think that makes sense. We bring uh, I can fit one keg in my bag of holding of gunpowder and then we just bring real kegs of brandy onto the ship. The brand we bring. Let's bring one keg of brandy just to be like, crack it open. Be like, hey, look at this. Look at the hull we found. Get also get them nice and drunk too. So while we're fighting them, they're all you know messed up. How are we gonna know you're off the ship before we blow it up? We'll make it also, off. Also, you'd need uh, multiple people to carry that much uh, gunpowder kegs onto the ship. If it's two people, can we do it and then instruct the crew to help us bring it up? Yeah, we get some of them to help us load it aboard it because they think it's brandy, so they'll help us. Sure. If you, uh, yeah, it does mean though, if you get caught out in your uh, thing, it's just Phil and Rubert against a crew of thirty. Well, I, mean, I think Jules Celeste. I mean, Zellner and. Yeah, maybe the underwater plant, because that's really hard to get a signal to you. Yeah, I was about to say, how will I know? <laughs> I think we have them like in the wings, ready to come aboard if they need to. But otherwise, they're ready to like set fire to the things from a distance. How will they set fire to powder kegs inside the ship from a distance? F- fire arrows. So why don't we... Inside the ship. Can I... I could carry it. With a with a with a mage hand, they're twenty pounds. Mage hand can't carry them. Can't uh, we? Oh, what if we pull the Malorus Borealis into the cove, so it's coming like directly at them, so they don't see it at sea, so it's like a surprise. So we put the balance of people, and we don't fight them in the port itself. We fight them from the ship with the cannon, and then we get close enough to board. And then, in midst of combat while boarding, you try to find the uh, captains to rescue. Or just take the ship at that point, because that seems like an entirely different plan. Just yeah, like you're right. The way out. Right. Okay, hear me out. Uh, I was with this old crew, right? And they told me this story about these two ships. Well, it was one ship that they remade. They called it the Dead Star, and uh, you know, this ship was like terrorizing around these islands, right? So they they blew it up. Huge, not bad. Okay, but the next time, you know, they started rebuilding the Dead Star and it was still being built and there are all these people on it and you know that weren't most of them weren't like evil pirates right but they blew it up anyway <laughs> and that kind of just makes me think like how much of the crew on this ship are really like pro-slavery and how much of them are just 
poor souls who don't have any other choice, you know, like press can we just pirates? kill the leadership here? You know, can we just kill the guys at the head of this thing? Like we go in, disguise ourselves like we're a crew and then mutiny, even though it's not our captain to mutiny. You know, to be fair, we we do we do have a we do have a skill set there, yeah. Why don't we disguise are there manacles here? Why don't we bring everyone on board with us and we put half of us in chains? Oh, you Chewbacca it? Sorry, Bubaka it. Bubaka on the dead star. Yeah, Bubaka on the dead star. That's a good band name, by the way. Uh, so we have a lot of ideas here. A lot of them involve everyone going together into the adventure. Some involve splitting the party into five different adventures. Uh, <laughs> there's one the DM prefers there. Uh, <laughs> Obviously that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which, what, what is the preference of the team? It sounds like, because it sounds like your goals are get the, uh, get any captives off the boat uh not kill extra crew if you don't need to but take out the officers and the captain who are the leadership here who have been uh supporting and profiting the most off of these evil actions um and in so doing you'll have destroyed the sea ghost even if it goes off to do other pirating things it's likely to not harass those shipping lines anymore um so like those are your two goals uh powder keg your gunpowder kegs blown up on board really cool way to blow up a ship i'm gonna be honest you sneak on board with gunpowder kegs and you set those on fire and run off the ship mission impossible style that's gonna blow up a ship don't worry there um the problem is getting on getting people off and then blowing stuff up uh is the real danger of it because recall most plans go wrong and it is a crew of 30 so it's only two of you on board You'll probably get murdered. Not if you convince the slaves to rebel with you. No, I like the idea of all of us going on board, actually. I think, as we have seen, when one of us or two of us go off to do our own thing, uh, I usually go unconscious. I would prefer not to do that again. So I think we do the... Phil and I, I mean, uh, we get Jules and Celeste in costumes. Zelnern, I think we have you as a fake prisoner. Oh, that's a clever idea because then they'll have you take him to where the prisoners are kept. Yes, mm. we find out where they are. That like, yeah, Zelnern, you let the prisoners know of the plan and so we can coordinate their escape off the boat. Uh, Phil and I will be disguised magically. Actually, I don't know that magically might actually be in our detriment because I feel like that will be easier to see through than just looking like our regular pirate selves, just <laughs> kind of dressed up more. The other crew had like a distinct like brown color scheme or something, you know, something that it's like, oh, yeah, they're clearly the uh, pirates of this are of group. Mm hmm. So I think magically doing it will be like, hey, wait, something's uncanny about you. <laughs> So I think, yeah, I think the four of us all just dress up as, you know, gross looking pirates and Zelnern we have as our captive, take him to the prisoner's quarters, also bring the brandy, be like, hey, look who we swindled out of this. Then we start celebrating, you know, pirates do what they do. We give the signal, you start setting the prisoners free, we have them jump off board onto the, into the bay. While we are setting off the barrels, we fight our way off, bing, bang, boom, we're fucking badass pirates. 
All right, and it worked. Um, so the sea ghost is sunk, and uh, yeah, no obstacles show up. Uh, no, so you jump into, or you know, spend the next day prepping and practicing, is making disguises, uh, getting the uh, uh, the Melora's Boreals outfitted with a uh, a cannon. You keep one gunpowder keg so you can operate that cannon. You pull all the uh, uh, gun gun balls cannonballs onto the uh onto the Melora's Borealis and then in the middle of the that second day you send the Melora's Borealis back out to sea to hide around the cliff's edge so that when the sea ghost approaches you can have it come back out um none of you are aboard are planning on being aboard the sea ghost so you task a or the sea ghost the Melora's Borealis so you task a uh, second mate of uh of uh Jules is uh to Skinny Jack. Yeah, you task Skinny Jack um to make sure this all goes well. Um we know, with... actually no Jules appointed a second mate. That's true. Who was your second yeah. mate, Jules? It was uh I don't think Jules even knows the answer to that one. <laughs> you definitely you definitely came up with an improvised name. <laughs> oh I yeah. absolutely did, yeah, but <laughs> Jules forgot. Um uh, cool. So you uh you uh, get this all set up and ready to go, and soon night falls. You have long rested by now. Uh, you've readied whichever spells you need, and soon uh, night falls, and uh, you're up. You at least one of you has to be up above, or a crew member has to be up above in the manor house to signal. Do you trust a crew member to do it, or do you, one of you, take the task of doing the signaling to the sea ghost? Maybe let's let Nate do that. Oh, yeah, he likes that. Uh, Nate single. Uh, so you are waiting down in the caverns, unaware of what's going on, unaware of if Nate's betraying you. He's not. Um, but up above from the uh, from the water side, you'll hear from the Melora's Borealis people telling them report that a bank of fog came rolling across the sea. And then as it rolled closer and closer with the settling or the setting of the sun, this fog bank glowed once like one long blink, blink, blink signaling. Is it safe up above in the manor house from the correct window? Nate Shankshaft uh, works a uh, works a lantern signaling short, long, long, long everything's safe and uh the boat then comes moving in or rather the cloud comes moving in from inside the cavern uh you hear nothing at first until the lapping of water and the uh shouts of men of oars heave now sails up come now oars watch that edge watch that edge poles poles and shouts as people are moving a boat down a narrow chasm a feat you yourselves actually had to experience earlier today as you were trying to move melora's bore or yesterday no earlier today as you were moving melora's borealis in here um where you basically use long poles to shove against the walls to make sure you never hit finding the chasm or like the channel is actually deep enough it's just the walls are pretty narrow and soon enough a boat comes uh with lanterns lit across it, lighting the whole cavern, comes oaring and pulling its way into this chasm. They stop with some backwards oaring, dropping anchor, and uh, 
you realize that the or and you see before you the uh, sea ghost. They have corked the uh, cloud or they've corked the smoke, allowing the smoke to kind of really draw back in. And as the cloud dissipates uh, before you stands a three masted sailing ship uh, looking tattered and uh, uh, haunted, really. It's t- its sails are made of strips of various colors of cloth that are bound together to function, but seem to trail a bit of uh, a bit of ethereal light beyond them. Uh, you see that the crew looks uh, haggard and tired as they move about, clearly working hard and uh, uh, a stressful task of trying to get this boat inside here. Um, and as they continue to operate and move about, you see a, uh, uh, a light shines out from it. Or like a single, like someone stands on deck, a lantern shining out. Although at first you think it's a lantern, then you realize it's actually a man standing on deck. And as he holds his hands out, the light glows from his hand. Undoubtedly, their deck wizard, Punketta. And as the sickly light glows, it glows once. Long. And again, long. And again, long. You recall uh, the bull, who's currently locked in your uh, prison, along with uh, along with Cyclop, uh, until you can be sure of his loyalty. We uh, recall from him, that signal meant, ready to unload, come to the ship. All right, team. You, you again, though, have no uh, dinghy. Again, they flash out. Or the wizard holds his hand up. The light spell glowing long, long, long. Aren't we supposed to signal back? Uh, you recall that uh, there was no signal. Like, the bull never told you a signal back to uh, ready to unload, come to the ship. Got it. Would we not have brought um because we knew we we had to yeah would you would you have brought the naughty dreams in here uh that's a that's up to the naughty dreams captain uh phil the crew has turned to you asking if you're uh okay with them having brought the naughty dreams in here to use as the uh, dinghy that's needed to get to the boat uh to start unloading goods since the hobgoblin story last one as as long as i'm uh piloting it of course all right uh so the uh, the again the wizard signs out long long long, getting the message. You uh, get the you rush down to the boat and uh, board onto the naughty dreams and start rowing it out. Uh, and as um, so, Zell Nern is unable to row since he's your prisoner this time. Um, so oh, a, as you get atop the uh, the naughty dreams, describe to me what you each look like. I look like if a turtle was standing on two legs and it was as big as a man. <laughs> All right, so Zelnern looks like Zelnern. Uh, his weapons may be hidden away in the portable hole and uh, manacle, but the manacles are fake? Or like, is it not actually locked and only looks to be locked? Or is it like Zelnern's going to break these cuffs? I'll break these cuffs, but they're loose, so it's going to be easy. Yeah, they're loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, meanwhile, is any, are any of you disguised as Bloody Bjorn? Mm-hmm. We're not doing disguise self, are we? I mean, I want to, but if you, if the captain's saying not to, I'm not going to. Actually, um, I should probably actually disguise as Bloody Bjorn. Do you think they would have Bloody Bjorn go out on the dinghy to get supplies, or is that like, you know, jabroni work? 
I would have you do it. So I think, yeah, they would send their first mate. <laughs> I literally sent <laughs> you with Phil earlier on the shit back. So fair play. Um, fair play. So yeah, I'll be, oh fuck, all this guy's stuff is bloody Bjorn. All right, and then meanwhile, the rest of you aren't in magical disguises. You're just in regular disguises, looking at like generic crew members, Celeste, yeah. Phil, and Jules. I've got like yeah. long sleeves on. I'm like trying to cover up all of my all of my markings and stuff. I'm kind of just like a just a big pile of clothes with like eyes sticking out. Kind of. I took That's uh, a good call. my hat and my goggles off. I have really dirty, uh, dreaded hair. And you have a peg like to really seal the deal. Um, cool. So as you uh, as you Wait, row out, Celeste, what does Celeste look like? pretty fucking cool with my dead pirates uh tattered clothes that i put on that doesn't fit <laughs> imagine you use some belts and stuff you know to really like, tighten it up there's just, like a lot of belts and then you a know, lot of ropes it is it too big or too small it's too big <laughs> <laughs> all right as a hodgepodge crew of uh pirates disguised as different kind of pirates uh, get aboard the uh, dinghy uh, carrying their prisoners, Elnern, who pretends to protest. Uh, you get aboard and you look around and none of you are strong. Are you all strength eight? Celeste, oh, Phil, Jules, and Rubert? I'm strength ten. Oh man, so Phil, the captain, is your uh, is your only uh, one strong enough to really row this. And he starts pulling it along until you get out towards the uh, ship. And as you why, get close... Why would we not have our captive row? Because he's manacled. Okay, that's fair. I think if I'm sitting like this, I think I could... Uh, oh, for yeah. the listeners, well, he is demonstrating a way that a manacled person could potentially, pro- <laughs> probably not very well, row a boat. <laughs> All right, so you force your uh, you force your captive to both row, which on a dinghy means piloting as well. Uh, so the captive is in charge of where you go. Okay, well, maybe not. <laughs> no, Phil, you got this. Uh, Phil, who wanted to pilot, uh, rows you across towards the sea ghost here in the cavern. As you get close, one of the crew members shouts out, Took you long enough! And another shouts out, Is that a fresh meat you got there? And someone else sneers down, they're going to have some turtle stew tonight. <laughs> uh, you hear a woman shout out, I have dibs on the shell, going to use it for a bit of armor. And as they're all talking about eating Zelnern, uh, your boat rows closer and closer until a couple ropes are thrown down. Uh, and a crew member shouts for you to uh, lash the boat up so that you can climb aboard and they can start rowing it up or hauling it up on board to start loading it. You uh, were, or sorry, not, I guess they're not hauling on board. They're going to lower things down onto it. Uh, but they yell at you to climb aboard, um, start unloading, um, which you start doing, sending casks and casks up. Um, and as you uh, climb up aboard to your, sh- or not shock, but as you get aboard, um, the cask still being raised up, you find yourself face to face with Captain Sigurd Snake Eyes. The man is so named for the uh, tattoos of scaled snakes that ring his, or like a scaled like snake skin that rings his face around his eyes, trailing down the snakes that run down to his neck. Uh, you look at him there, and you see that he is a uh, he is a uh, Zilkomnis man, uh, a uh, 
person of the Ancien Chapelle, Mon Magie, uh, these tattoos standing out in a stark white against his dark skin. Uh, he looks at you and, uh, or he looks you, uh, the five of you up as you climb aboard, or four of you up, your captive still below, uh, and f- studies you for a moment before turning to Rubert. Rubert, what is your uh, spell save? Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, he stares at you for a moment and then says, Bjorn, how did it go? It <clears throat> went very well. <laughs> I need a performance <laughs> to see just how good your voice works. What? Uh, performance, uh, that's going to be 15. This guy's not very wise. Uh, he nods and he says, good, unload the ships, or unload the ship. Is that another captive? How did you catch this one? He came sailing in with a bunch of his friends and they came foolishly trying to sell some of this ale and we took it from him. <laughs> I need a deception. Friends. <laughs> can I give him? Uh, yeah, can I give him one of my inspiration? Yeah, on? deception with advantage, and you can re-roll from that uh, that inspiration if you need to. Uh, I crit. Uh, Captain Sigurd's snake eyes nods and says, "Offer their blood up to the storm lord." Take that one down below. And he sizes him up and he says, we've only got the one captive aboard. Send him down. Send him down to the water prison. Of course. Gladly, Captain. I do appreciate having some water. Uh, He looks back, though, as the the stuff is loaded on. He says, wait a second, Bjorn. I... What is what is this? And he gestures to all the uh, uh, like casks being brought on board. What are you bringing casks aboard for? I said him and his friends were sailing with some ale. We took the ale, so I figured the crew was due for a celebration. Uh, Captain Sigurd ponders for a moment and then says, You're right you are. We just sank another one of those imperial vessels. At this rate, our patron's going to be paying us out quite a fortune for uh for all or for all that we've harvested. They're never gonna build that fortress. Better, we're going to have far more Imperials here than anyone in Providence will know what to do with. Bring it on board. Uh, we'll open a cask now and s- uh, save the rest down in the hold for tonight. Aye, of course, Cap'n. Uh, he shouts for one of them pulling a cask on board and says, bring that to me, I'll cork it. Uh, and you realize, let's roll a D100 to see if he's grabbing a gunpowder keg or a uh, actual, or a keg of the brandy. Uh, you realize that he's calling for a gunpowder keg. That one over there is the best. Please don't waste <laughs> that. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you tell me. So you're trying to create an illusion of that. I need a deception with advantage from Zelnern. 
Can I uh, assist by like punching Zeldern or something? Shut up, slave. Yeah. You add into it. Uh, go ahead. Um, a 18 nice wow this is embarrassing my minus one for uh snake eyes he i've rolled a two a four and a two on his insights so far uh sigurd nods and says we'll drink the best now save the rest in the hold for later uh they start uh they uncork the one that's made of brandy and uh, start pouring glasses of it in celebration while other crew members start putting things onto the Naughty Dreams to send it back to uh, send it back to shore to start unloading their haul. Meanwhile, you're, you've been ordered to take your, uh, your captive down to the water prison. Salutations, Chaotic Normies. It's me, Ryan, who plays your favorite pirate, Bloody Bjorn, on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to rate and review on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, uh, BearShare. Ch- check, them, check them all out. Any questions or comments, send those over to chaoticnormalpod at gmail.com, as well as any of your vegan spaghetti bolognese recipes. Uh, if you could rate and review on iTunes, have I already asked for that? I don't know. I ask for it every time. You know what to do. If this is your first episode, every, every episode I ask to rate and review on iTunes. So do that. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your pets. The podcasts are for pets now, too. But, uh, yeah, that's everything, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. So until then, yeah, my famous send-off. Here it comes. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.